Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from the 6th and Peabody studio and across the OutKick network, this is OutKick 360 with Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. OutKick 360 rolls on from 6th and Peabody with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. Glad you're with us Monday afternoon across the southeast, across the OutKick network. Great radio station partners like Sports Radio 104.7 in the Upper Cumberland, Somo Sports Radio in Joplin, Missouri. We also say hello to Fox Sports Shoals in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. Also hello to Huntsville and to Florence, Alabama. You can find us on Twitter at Outkick360. Some headlines out there today. Drew Brees um, done with NBC. NBC announcing that they've parted ways with him after a year of him being an analyst. Meanwhile, um, Odd timing on the tweet, and I'll, I'll get to some other timing aspects of some things that he has sent out, but Breeze sends out a tweet saying he's not sure what he's going to do moving forward and lists a bunch of things where he's, he says in the, the tweet from Drew Breeze last night, despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for, the, uh, may work for NBC, may play football again, I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may train for the pickleball tour, senior golf tour, coach my kids, or all of the above. I'll let you know. That from Drew Brees yesterday evening. Um, guys, a bit out of left field, though, because we, we knew that there were multiple outlets that were looking at Brees and possibly trying to figure out if there's a way to buy him out. And turns out he's available right now because NBC's not going to have him back. I think he lacks self-awareness, quite frankly, on, on his TV skills. Uh, uh, these guys are hot properties, right? Uh, everybody wants the, the hotshot quarterback. He's third uh, on this list behind Manning and Brady in terms of being the hotshot quarterback of his era who's available. He goes and does his first year. I think they liked him in the studio. I don't think he was bad in the studio. But he wants to do games, games, games. And the one game he did was really bad. Like universally reviewed as bad. It, and it was, he doesn't have the self-awareness to, to realize that, that they didn't like him at that. And he's insisting on it. And now he doesn't definitely have an option to go do that. It was not good. But you know what's really weird about all this? How much do we hear about Drew Brees being awful on Notre Dame games? Because he did those all year too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of Notre That's Dame. That's a good question. I mean, so if I'm Drew Brees and I'm saying, look, I had a season's worth of work on Notre Dame games with Mike Tirico, and we were fine together throughout the year. Maybe I had a bad day. Maybe people didn't take to it in the NFL playoff game, but this is what I want to do. And he is still very valuable to Fox or CBS or someone else as a game analyst, not the top game analyst. Right. You know, it's not the deal that Brady got well, for what's Fox. His ego? It's not well, it's Tony not Romo's deal. deal or Romo's deal, but, or whatever but he's going to go be a get. number two. I mean, I he's mean, a pretty big name to be a number two. Number twos are Rich Gannon and people like that. So I'm just surprised that he would take a step down to that. And I'm surprised, Chad, for how big business this has been 
I, I think it's fitting that it, it be lower business, but it's been such big business that Drew Brees is going to go out of business with NBC without another job lined up when all these other guys have everything lined up? When all of these chips have moved around? Well, Drew Brees was one that had things lined up. I mean, he played his final season with the deal in place with NBC. And so now a year removed, he doesn't have a second thing lined up before the Uh, thing with NBC finishes? He's going to have a deal. I mean, there's there's Amazon. too many outlets that are looking for programming. I'm surprised, though, he doesn't have it lined up before this ends to look better. Well, here's the problem with being on NBC. If you're Drew Brees, your options are limited for broadcast. They yeah. don't have a lot of football. Yeah, they've got one so in between. He had it's Notre the best Dame, game of the week. And they don't have any Collins other football games. So he had the one opportunity. In the NFL. So maybe he just wants, hey, I want to travel weekly to a game and be around the game and call games. I'll go be on the fifth team for Fox. Yeah, right. I just want to do games. I mean, I don't think it's an ego thing with Drew Brees. Again, everything I'm reading, Drew Brees hasn't spoken about this publicly. But everything I'm reading is he wants to do games. He just simply wants to do games. Well, if you want to do games and you want to do NFL games, NBC is not the place to be. Amazon is not the place to be, right? They they have a limited games, and it's Kirk Herbstreet and Al Michaels doing those games. You're not going to get game opportunities there. They could hire Drew Brees to be an analyst for their studio show. That's a possibility. But if I'm wanting to do games, I'm going to Fox. You know, I'm, I'm going to CBS if I'm Drew Brees. I think that's his next step. And if you're at, let's say it's Fox, well, there's college games you can get on Fox and FS1 also. If you want to do two games a week, you could do it. There's just not as much. He was doing that with Studio Show and in, in Notre Dame games at NBC. There's just not as much opportunity there for games. Well, he can do the NFL and, and be pretty high in the pecking order with Fox this year. Um, depending on what they end up doing this year in the booth with their number one crew with Burkhart. Um, if they elevate Olsen, I don't know if they've even made that official yet. If they're I, gonna, they haven't. I don't but if you're think. only going to, if it's a one year thing, you know, I, I wouldn't move the crews around so much if I know that Brady's there in a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah you don't want to shuffle everybody all the way up yeah. and all the way down. That's that. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. It's an interesting scenario. He also, you know, he, he, Made some tweet about man signing Jarvis Landry and and Tyron Matthew makes me feel makes me like. want to play again, you know. He, and he, then that tweet said I may play again. Yeah, but, that, but what people are failing to report is uh, he had shoulder surgery May second, non throwing. It's, it's May sixteenth. <laughs> so yeah, I mean if you're non throwing shoulder, but still, I mean yeah, at no, 43, people, people said that they people close to him told Peter King they thought it was a joke that he has no intention of playing. Um, we would have heard something, and he would have scheduled something earlier. Now, what, it's also true that the New Orleans Saints called him up last year. When they were and, down to they uh, were, Trevor Simeon they and they went worse. through four different starting quarterbacks and called up Drew Brees. So it's also... Who considered it and then didn't do it. It's also not, you know, it's not false to say that as, as recent as last football season, at the end of the football season, a team called up Drew Brees to see if he would play. Well, so who, who knows? Tyler, can you, put the, can you put the tweet on the screen one more time? Because the tweet, to me, has got everyone talking. And the tweet, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to overanalyze it's a, laundry list a, tweet. a tweet here. But the tweet says, despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. Plausible. No. I may play football not again. Not plausible. NBC's done with him. That's not what he's saying, Paul. NBC, no, NBC has said is, they've released him. Today they did. Right? No, it was. Yesterday. This was in response to that Correct. news. I may so work that's for. That's not plausible. But 
go with me here. All right. I may work for NBC. Sounds plausible if you're refuting a news report not from NBC at the time, right? I may play football again. Plausible given the fact he entertained the idea a year ago when he was called. I may focus on business philanthropy. Obviously plausible. I may train for the pickleball tour. I'm guessing a joke. Senior golf tour. I'm guessing a joke. Coach my kids or all the above. I'm guessing half joke, half serious about coaching his kids. It's a very confusing tweet is my point on this. There are parts of it you can pick out and say he's being genuine with it and other parts where you say the whole thing's a joke. I think his feelings are hurt. Well, I don't know why your feelings would hurt would lead you to lie about having an opportunity at NBC. That's the weird part about it. I just think that the way you're describing it being kind of scrambled, it feels to me like a guy whose feelings are hurt. And, and I don't. I don't begrudge him that because there are a lot of people on network TV calling football games who suck. <laughs> and none of the, I, I mean, we've heard some guys, huh, there are a lot of color analysts who are very bland, boring former players who were there, seem to have lifetime contracts to do it. They're never removed. Uh, and Drew Brees did it. And he's been well, removed after one year. He called one game. He's a studio guy. Yeah, but the, the guys. They're not making um, huge money. The guys on the network broadcast, like you mentioned Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon's like a third or fourth analyst. Right. Charles Davis is the number two analyst for CBS behind Romo. Yeah. Um, so like, I can go three, four, five deep with CBS, and I can give you a good broadcaster in the booth. Uh, same thing with Fox, uh, where Greg Olson is a rising star at that, and he was uh, the crew with Burkhart beneath Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Um, so but Adam they, Archuleta? Uh, Adam no. Archuleta gets the sixth or seventh best right. game of the okay. of the week That's uh, that no one's watching. I mean, right. Drew Brees is not signing up for that. Yeah, but nobody cares. When I nobody say no one's at watching. The network, I mean, that it, it's, it's a, a regional very game. regional. Right. If, you're, if we're painting the United States, the the it's colors that you market. don't see much are like Tennessee and Jacksonville. If they're playing right. that two week. home markets, right. but nobody right. cares that Adam Archuleta isn't good. At that level, the network just doesn't care. It seems to me. I mean. I... I wouldn't say Adam Archuleta's not good. I would say he's not memorable. That they could do better. He's okay. They could do yes. better than Adam Yes, Archuleta. they could go get the top seven former players right. by name recognition and do a lot better in that regard. You're right. I mean, when they get to that point, it's almost like they're going through the motions a bit yeah. at the bottom Paul, of it, outside wanna, of who they pay big money for. If you want to get into college broadcast, now we can talk where – there, I mean, it, there are some times where you can tell a guy just showed up to a game and has no idea what he's looking he's at. He's paging through the notes an hour before yeah, the game. Yeah, didn't watch anything prior uh, going into it. But that's, I mean, at the, at the network level, I think for the most part, the, the networks that have the regional broadcast do a pretty good job with their booths. Some are very repetitive. Like, I think, you know, Archuleta gets a lot of By the way, uh, Nashville and fourth. Jacksonville. Archuleta's fourth on the list of seven pairings. In 2021, Give us Gre- a pairing. Greg Gumbel, Adam Archuleta is number four. So it's Nance and Romo, Ian Eagle and Charles Davis, Kevin Harlan and Trent Green, number three. Kevin I, I, see, I don't good. think Trent Green's great. Uh, Greg Gumbel, Adam Archuleta, Andrew Catalan, Ora Spiro Ditas, and James Lofton or Jay Feely is number five. Spiro Ditas, Jay Feely, six. And then seven is Tom McCarthy, or Beth Moens. I don't remember Beth Moens doing I don't either. NFL mm-hmm. games for CBS and Tiki Barber. And see, that's where uh, that you only get to those crews when 
every well, team's playing their, the bye weeks haven't hit yet. Yeah. Because once the bye weeks come in, then the You're number down. of games and crews it diminishes greatly. Well, how, how many names on that list for color commentators are just forgettable? Adam Archuleta, Trent Green. I mean, yeah, I, but I they're also not everybody they're, like you're saying, they're, they're not, not bad terrible. though. Terrible. Yeah, they're, 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 they're not, not terrible, but they're I, not. Great. I wouldn't even say they're not terrible. They're not bad. They're fine. They're right. just not memorable. I'd they're say not you big could names. do better though. Well, Breeze is the uh, the name recognition alone is what's valuable, and that's why NBC signed him up prior to all this, right? And they, didn't With they fanfare. when they signed him up? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the off season before his final year, didn't he do some Olympic coverage? Or something? He might have. He did something with NBC that led everyone to believe that NBC had the inside track of getting him. I don't know what it was. Well, but, yeah, but he but signed he up a year him. before his retirement. Like, it was known where he was going. Yeah. That sounds familiar. I think um, – and look, they kicked Rodney Harrison out of the studio for him. Rodney Harrison was a semi-institution on that show, Football Night in America. He'd been on it for, what, seven, put, eight they years? They put him to the – they sent him to the stadium. Yeah, and a very small role. I know. Goofing around Jack, with Jack Collins. Jack Collins was getting hyped. His buddy. Harrison's very good. I agree. I don't like him personally, but I think he's good yeah, on I mean, that show with Dungey. He's very good. Uh, Dungey, same thing. Yeah, Dungey's great. Excellent. I love Dungey on that show. Um, yeah, I mean, it's – but So I, are they bringing Harrison back now? But also, I'm, I'm not sitting here believing know. that Drew that's Brees a, That's a question have we haven't asked. Do you think they bring Harrison back? They should. They have Maria know. Taylor jumping in to host For that Tariqa. show. And that was not – I mean – I, they made a lot of fanfare out of the, that it announcement, known. but it's obvious yeah. because yeah. Tariko yes. was leaving. So the other big news today is Sean Payton is with Fox now for one year, but apparently he's just going to be a fill-in for Jimmy Johnson on Fox NFL Sunday. When Jimmy Johnson when wants Jimmy to Johnson can't be there or doesn't want to be there, Sean Payton will be there live. So depending Fox on NFL how the fishing's Sunday. going in Key West, Sean Payton will or will not work. I don't, really, I don't know that I, I don't completely understand the Jimmy is. Johnson thing. Because he was never there with them all season. He was always remote. He was always in his office yep. in South Florida the whole season. Uh, I'm not that as fired up about Sean Payton as most people, but compared to Jimmy Johnson, I'm very fired up about it. Well, that, that tells Sean me that Payton's maybe Jimmy Johnson good. isn't long for it, and he's okay with Sean Payton easing in. Sean Payton's going to be great in studio. Yeah. Like he, I have a feeling he, he will be very open and honest because he has been open and honest. Uh, I mean – Remember, Paul, when he would go at it with the – he would tell the media how he felt about uh, Bounty Gate and all that and all the suspense. Yep. I mean, he's very open and honest as he's a head coach in New Orleans. So I think things will be just fine for him. He will end up getting – I think he's going to get a great offer to come back and coach either in Dallas or somewhere else. But I also Carolina. think he will end up – yeah, or Carolina. I think he'll also end up getting that type of offer – that Sean McVay received, which is like twenty million a year, he'll be that good. Like to to build your your broadcast brand around the former head coach Sean Payton, to where he he may look around and think, man, this is Too this easy. is a really good setup where I win every week and I'm going to get paid more to to come back or more to stay than I will to come back and coach. Here is my gauge for Sean Payton as a broadcaster: Will he laugh? at stuff that's not funny from <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. If he's part of this hootenanny laughing with Howie Long and Terry Bradshaw and a whole bunch of stuff that's not funny, I am out. If he will remain stoic-faced and get back to business and maybe laugh at a funny joke, I'm in. Period. 
uh, very difficult to just sit there stoic if uh, the entire yeah, booth... smile, but you don't, you don't have to burst out and fake laugh. The, well, uh, I agree with that, too. But uh, live national TV smile for a pregame show... You, you, and, he's a smart guy. Yeah, he can, can, it can get awkward. He can play along without diving in. You could, the, put your, your, you could go knee-deep in the pool without doing a cannonball. I think that Sean Payton's perfect for that role. Um, I actually have a column coming out tomorrow at Outkick.com about dream broadcast scenarios. I've got one for Fox NFL Sunday that does not involve Sean Payton. Yeah. But I think he's got the right personality to go on a show that was, whether Paul, and I agree with you at times, too much fake laughter and too much laughter at times, a show that embraces personality, fun, jokes, along with some analysis. It's not straight football, right? I think Sean Payton's got the personality for that. He does. They, I, I, I do want more. Actual I want analysis. more news with that show. Um, I think Glazer He's is backed off far, far better than Jason Lockenfor, though. If you were just comparing CBS versus Fox, back down on and the news itself, but he still has that segment. They got to get him off of there. Uh, where you know they have Lockenfor going through different things. I. I think uh, Fox also That's does a... That's a bad segment, by the way. I what? think Glazer's backed himself that down CBS because his, 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 his mental health stuff and his MMA or training stuff, has, has he's taken on more of that in his life. I think well, he picks his spots when he wants to do NFL stuff almost. Well, they also do a good job of swinging around to the different analysts in the booth previewing that game. Who've been in production um, meetings. I had more of a chance to watch some of those when the, the Titans were on the road this past year. And... The, the way they swing around and give you like, okay, the inactives, here's why the inactives matter to you, the average fan today in this game, you know, which is out an hour and that's a half. They're, they're live an hour before kickoff. So that's what I want more out of that show. And then whatever the news and notes happen to be from the week, whatever drama is leading up to that week, and we're going to have plenty of it with the quarterbacks alone this year. That's where Sean Payton and others can take us behind the scenes of, okay, Tannehill's lost three straight. He's coming off a four-interception game. They've got a rookie, Malik Willis, who is very quick, uh, big arm. When do we actually see them sprinkle him in as part of the offense and let Sean Payton go to work on that top? Like, Talk to me about example. his progression. Yes, yeah. like give me, give me analysis on that more so than I need like entertain me clown segments. Uh, amen. Um, but – you know, they're also playing to an audience that wants to be entertained by the clowns, unfortunately. Well, I, think, they're, they're, I think you could playing, feed that audience a little better stuff like you're talking about, and the audience would be like, holy hell, this is great. I never knew this was available. I've never tasted broccoli before. <laughs> they're playing to an audience that um, year after year is the biggest audience the pregame shows yeah. every single year. So whatever they're doing works. I wouldn't mess with the formula too much. I'll go ahead and tease well, a little bit of my column the, and give it away. the personalities. Yeah, Peyton Manning would be perfect for that show, full-time. Yes. If yep. Fox wants to make another coup over ESPN, yes. they got Tom Brady when Tom Brady was talking to ESPN. Go take Peyton Manning from ESPN. He clearly doesn't want to do that. And do Fox NFL Sunday. And have Brady and Manning talk remotely about Brady's game when he's the afternoon game of the week. And Manning-Brady every week is a segment where Brady and Manning are talking about Brady's game. I would bet they don't ever work for the same network. Maybe not. I'm, again, that's my dream scenario. It's just a dream thing. Uh, yeah. it's, 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 uh, this is not steeped in reality. This is what I would try to do if I was Fox. Because Sean Payton's going to be an NFL coach next year or shortly after. 
if I'm looking for a full-time guy for that type of set that would understand the comedic elements, but also bring that broccoli you talked about, Paul, and bring the analysis and the football, Peyton Manning's perfect. And if, now, Peyton Manning would be great in any of those settings, but yeah, he would to me, well. it works better with Fox. And, you know, CBS, for their CBS, the NFL Today show, I, I enjoy that show as well. Um, I think they try to be more newsy, quote-unquote, because their personalities are not as outgoing. They have some personalities on the set, but they're not Jimmy Johnson and, and Terry Bradshaw level, right? Howie Long. It's, it's more news and notes, but the problem is they've got Lock and Fora delivering it to us. Uh. <laughs> and they have, they, I think they have some quality sideline reporters. Um, yeah, Evan uh, Washburn. Is Evan good. Washburn's really good. Really good. Uh, and, and several others uh, that, that are on their top three or four. Uh, Jay Feely's a good example. Um, I wish they would integrate them more into the pregame. They use Romo, I think, the perfect amount, where they have Romo set up for a live hit uh, for one of their segments pregame. And then he goes about you know, preparing for uh, the broadcast with Nance. Where do, but, you, where do you put countdown in that? Because I still default to countdown. I don't. I, countdown is a distant third uh, in the ratings. I know that of the, the morning shows. The, big, the most watched show is Football Night in America. Yeah. After the so, afternoon yeah, shows looking for pregame. Which isn't good enough, by the way, yeah. only because it doesn't, it, it doesn't show, show enough highlights. The noon Eastern show, I default to CBS or Fox because it's leading straight into a game. Okay. Um. It's a good question, though, Paul, because they've, they've got, I think, a right mix of like him, love him or hate him. Keyshawn Johnson will tell you exactly what's on his mind, yep. and so will Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan will, too, yeah. And you've got them up, you know, across the table from each other. You've got Schefter giving you some news. And, Mort's, at Mort, and they that's get Mort's a, biggest time to shine of the you week. You get a lot more Schefter than you get of the news guys in the other shows, which yeah. is good and for Teddy, And Teddy Bruschi, too. Yeah. And I think Ponder and does a pretty Sam good, good job at uh, yeah. I mean, you're, as a you're right. Now that, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's a nice setting for the news and notes type feel to it. Um, all these all these shows have way too many on the desk, though. We can all agree on that. Oh yeah, six or seven deep. When you I mean, really it's like a three. debate night or election night uh, uh, yeah. for the news channel. Yeah. Every time I think of that CBS show, it does do a better job of the newsy elements. But any attempt at personality feels so forced on that show with those guys. And it's which, not which that one? like which one? CBS. And it's not that Bill Cower or Phil Sims doesn't have personality, but when they're trying to joke, or Boomer Esiason is, I feel there's there was this SNL skit where it was like them trying to like act like they're playing around with each other for like the pregame, you know, shot. They're all in their suits and they throw the football back and forth <laughs> yeah, right. and do this. And they're like talking and laughing yeah. and you know, Holy we'll do this with our promo shoot sometimes. But typically, we're saying something very crude to, match to each other to get the other one to laugh. But it's like uh, it's so forced and uncomfortable every time there's banter. Wait, so whenever you massage my shoulders in the promo shoot, that was fake? Uh, no, fake. not, not fake, for you. Fake. With everyone fake, else, fake, it's fake. fake. The other yeah. thing that I cannot stand at times about these pregame shows, the need to get all the men to stand up and hold a football or like stand on that fake field and talk to each other Everyone on these sets looks so uncomfortable. I hate the fake field. Well, you even, can stay on, inside even on when the they're set. on the field on Monday Night Countdown, it's Steve Young and Susie Colber and Randy Moss down on the field. Like it, I don't know what it is about it, but it feels like uh, Ricky Bobby said he doesn't know what to do with his hands. You know, during the interview, like it, I, there's something so odd about it. I can't quite put my finger on it, but I hate it. Hate it. I think uh, 
I, I'm not a pregame show fan in particular unless it's a game I'm really hyped up for. Um, you know, a, like a, a special game that I'm counting down to. But again, I'm also in a press box counting down to a lot of those games. That'll be the case less this year because uh, the Titans actually only have eight noon kickoffs, uh, which Very might be a world record, and only three noon kickoffs on the road, which means uh, I'm getting back with no sleep on Mondays. Hit us but up on Twitter, Outkick360. Uh, there is a note for the NFL schedule. Um, I'll bring it up involving the Texans. Also, the uh, Browns offense being flown to uh, a destination location for a little is it R&R or is it actual work with Deshaun know. Watson? We'll, well, you know what happens on we'll R&R? This. Are, they, are they going to UAE also, like the NBA? Uh, maybe. Uh, we, we don't know the offer. Don't know the offer. Deshaun Watson, though, uh, vacationing slash working with Brown's teammates. We'll, we'll let you know about where they're headed and what they're up to. And there are a lot of people that want Baker Mayfield to show up to all Brown's <laughs> events. He should, should absolutely show up absolutely. to this one. Absolutely. This is Outkick 360. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. So during the COVID Lockout or lockdown. Tom Brady had a private park where he brought members of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense and they went through the regiment and workouts. Well, OutK360 rolls on. Deshaun Watson is flying members of the Cleveland Browns offense to the Bahamas. That's one way to get to know your team. And that is absolutely where Baker Mayfield should go. <laughs> Even if he was invited or not, just show up and say, oh, hey, I'm one invited. of your teammates. I'd like to show up and uh, take part of this bonding experience. Listen, you know what happens at resorts? You know, like, what's one of the top things? You go to a beach, you, get, you sun, you, uh, spa, you get a massage. Spa you go day. to the spa and you get a massage. If I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm not going anywhere near, uh, not letting the public know I'm going anywhere near a place where massages are happening. He didn't even go to a strip mall that has a massage. No, in Vienna. Just to hell stay clear no. Of that. No, if there's a wings place next to I a massage place, I don't care if this place, Jersey Mike's is, is, is good. It's I'm, next to a massage. That's right. Envy, I'm door dashing. going there again. I am door dashing that sub or those wings. Well, but to be fair, he got in trouble by door dashing masseuses. 
Well, yeah. a lot of these things happened in his or uh, where he was where he was. Instagram he dashing. He brought the masseuses to him. That's called the Insta. Or you Instagram just have dash. a uh, an open door policy for the actual massage itself, where if you want to come view the massage to guarantee Public its quality massage. and on the up and up, please Public. do. Brown's teammates <laughs> feel confident reels. enough. My reels. Do Brown's teammates feel confident enough? To troll Deshaun Watson with masseuse jokes while no, they're in Bahamas. Not publicly. Hey, I'm going to go get a rub down, Deshaun. You might want to <laughs> stick this one out, buddy. I'll see you back in our throwing session tomorrow morning. I'll, we'll be at the breakfast buffet at 7, but sit this one out. How great would it be if, uh, uh, who's his top person? Amari Cooper. He comes by and Amari Cooper is police taping off the spa. Hey, what are you doing there, buddy? Well, oh, I'm keeping you safe. Yeah, this is closed. I, I think the, there are me, just certain things you don't touch. You know, that's probably great. That's I definitely agree. one of there them. There is no Taboo. doubt to me with Watson's contract, he now has a private and personal massage therapist that does not rotate. Like, there's going to be one and one only. No, he also has so a he's security gonna team. He's going to travel. He also well. has a security team keeping him away yeah, from any place where there's a masseuse. That, that masseuse That's is also not that masseuse. That masseuse is also a 45 year old dude named Hank. <laughs> more than likely, if he's got one masseuse, that would be my guess moving forward. Yeah. Uh, the, the NFL set to meet with him this week as well. In um, the Bahamas. I don't know where. Yeah. Uh, well, the Bahamas trip is coming up, but <laughs> what a way to get the league on your side. Hey, hey I'll just fly you guys down yeah. to the Bahamas. We can do yeah. it all there. Yeah. Park Avenue is not my speed right It'll now. It'll be this weekend that they head to the Bahamas for the, uh, the workout slash vacation. But they've already, I mean, he's already secured the practice field and everything for them. I was going to say, I, I guess they're it, not running routes. I mean, I same. guess it's where they hold the Bahamas bowl, you know, um, call your people at middle and get some data on that. Yeah. The conference USA. Staple for yeah, their, their postseason bowl. I believe it's the Popeye's Bahamas Bowl, last I checked. The weed eater? No, the, it was Popeye's no chicken. Weeds. No weeds there. I, look, I, I think it's a good idea. I mean, you endear yourself to your teammates by, yeah. by spending some money on that, which is nothing to you based on the contract you just got. And uh, you get three days of work in. It's probably not super intensive. You score points with the fans for doing it. And you chill. Right. Yeah. Um, and you, you come in ready to roll. Now, the one scheduling quirk with this is the NFL scheduled Browns-Texans for later in the year. Um, the idea there being if there is a suspension, suspension, they're guaranteeing the rematch with his former team will happen with him on the field. Otherwise, you would have done it like you did Denver-Seattle, and you would have done it early before Houston absolutely sucks. Houston's going to suck, but you need to save it, like you said, until after uh, at least week seven because the suspension people are expecting would be six weeks. The, uh, the depositions continued for him last Friday. He's doing that whenever they have an off day. Um, but I, you know, the, the timing of the, of the NFL discussion about the, the conduct policy and the league, you know, the, whether or not he broke the league's code of conduct policy – um, I'm intrigued by the timing of when they want to meet with him and why now, as a as compared to last year. Well, it, it, it sounds he could have like played and the NFL didn't suspend. Yeah, him. it sounds Hutton like th- this is the nearing the conclusion of their investigation. So whatever they needed based on these uh, dismissals in court and everything else, because they weren't getting a lot of info on their own, they've now gathered enough because the NFL's timeline typically ends by interviewing and talking to the person accused of something. Yeah, did McLean say so this they, last week? So it should week be coming to an end. With us, or did I hear it somewhere else, 
because it makes a lot of sense that the last thing they want to do is have to revisit something. So as they much don't want to follow up, right? You don't want to follow up. So there's got to be take enough time to make sure there's no other you know allegations coming out, right? And then go and interview because the they person. had to go back a second time on Ray Rice after the the, the Ray video. Rice video came out. So that and that you never look worse than when you're like, oh, well, yeah, there's new went, stuff on Deshaun Watson. They went back Watson. a second time with Ray Rice because his, new, uh, his uh, significant other was in the room with him during the interview the first time. Well, that, yeah, if they had done it right the first time, it may have. But the video also came out, which changed uh, because they didn't take people's word for things. But when there was video, they go, oh, oh, now that we see what happened, uh, we not realize how foolish we look. Um, D- does the NFL have – the courage, if they feel like the evidence and everything that they've done that Deshaun Watson is right and all the allegations are wrong and they can't prove anything, do they have the courage to come back and say, no penalty, none at all, we believe him? Um, My answer to that is no. He's going to get something just because of the allegations, even if the NFL deep down feels like he's telling the truth and others aren't. I still have a, just a hard time finding it, thinking that they could come I back do too. thinking that with 22. I do, I do too, Paul, but we've seen courts throw it out. You know, so I, I don't know. Yeah, but that doesn't mean point. innocent. But I'm just saying, hypothetically, if the NFL could come back and say either. that. Right. But if the NFL could come back and say that, say, we don't have enough evidence, courts of law have thrown it out, we can't get anything that says that he's lying. We don't, we don't find him guilty of anything. But the he NFL traditionally judges itself as better at, at investigating things than the legal system, which is a big part of the NFL's problem. They think they're smarter than, than, uh, than, than police and investigators and the hell, FBI. Again, if they really believe it, would they have the courage to tell no, the public no penalty at all? No, I don't think so. I think they'll, they'll feel pressure to do something regardless. Even if they fully two, believe Deshaun two, Watson. Two games. Um, Jarvis Landry, we mentioned this earlier with Drew Brees, but he's headed to New Orleans. Uh, contract up to $6 million. I don't know the base salary here in my notes, but five-time Pro Bowler lands with New Orleans where, um, Paul, I mentioned this on Friday, it's a very similar, if you look at their roster, it's a very similar situation for me than what compared to like what Miami's doing. Yep. They've got a lot of receiver help around their quarterback situation. They have a better running back with Alvin Kamara now. Especially if Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas is healthy. back. Yeah, he's, he's apparently on schedule and ready to go. But I have less hope, I do, for Jameis Winston than I do for Tua Tungabaloa and Jalen Hurts. And I don't like either of those guys. And Zach Wilson, who maybe, I, I don't know. I don't love any of those young quarterbacks. But at least I, I, know, I don't know what their upside is. You know, haven't, haven't seen it. Yet, We've seen the best of Jameis Winston, and I think it's in the past. We've and also, his great quarterback coach is gone now. Right, yeah. And we've also seen, um, you know, the, the Saints have been in the mix for some free agent quarterbacks as well. So, you know, a year, uh, less than a year from now, 10 months from now, they can be in the quarterback market with a great young offense like all these other teams plus some stability with in the meantime a guy like Landry who's coming in doesn't have to be a number one wide out doesn't have to be the number two I mean it's a a good landing spot for him if you consider the receivers around him and who they have think think of the the competition there like I just mentioned those three if you're if you're done with Hurts 
if you're yeah. giving up on Wilson, if you say Tua doesn't have it, and if you're, you know, say, you know, Winston turns out to be a placeholder, there are four teams with pretty good offensive personnel. I mean, pretty damn good offensive personnel. If you're a free agent quarterback choosing that, that market, uh, if you're Baker Mayfield who sat somewhere and has been a reclamation project like Trubisky, or if you're a, a yeah. high draft pick, maybe the third guy who somebody's trading up for, and some of these teams have ammunition, Philadelphia in particular, there's some pretty good situations to come into. The Dolphins over the weekend signed Melvin Ingram, uh, pass a rusher. Back. Oh, I'm um, sorry, wrong Melvin Ingram. Yeah, Melvin wrong Ingram, Ingram, pass rusher. Uh, so he's he's headed to the South Beach. He's uh, you know a, a unit that already includes Jalen Phillips, who had a solid rookie year a year ago. They have Emmanuel Agba there, uh, and a couple of other uh, rotational pieces. Now they add in Melvin Ingram, and if he can stay healthy, he's 33. He's old. Uh, give if, you if he stays healthy, snaps. he can. Yeah, he can give you something. Um, reaction. Uh, normally, I don't pay much attention to the the rookie mini camps and stuff, but. I did find myself, and I may note that I found myself watching Matt Corral video uh, from Carolina. How'd it look? Fine. I mean, but I, I wanted I wanted to see. Okay, they if you buy the reports, and not every report is going to be dead on accurate, but the reports were they were negotiating with Cleveland for Baker Mayfield at some point during the draft, and ultimately decided to draft Corral instead. So I'm watching Corral thinking. Would I be happy with this option over Baker, Mayfield. you know, versus Sam Darnold? Meanwhile, Mayfield had to be reading all that, hearing all that, smashing his head against the table. It's hard not to look good in these videos yes. that come out, right? There are always some bad interceptions or something. But there's no real air, pass but, rush. And right. It's, no it's hard to read into coverage. it. Uh, mainly, I, I was like, man, I, Corral, you know, I already, I knew he had a very slim frame and he's, I won't say brittle. Uh, he's not brittle. He's just tough-minded, and he throws himself into harm's way quite a he bit. Plays like like Baker a, Mayfield. He plays like a linebacker uh, at his May, size. Mayfield's a little bit more stout than he is. Uh, but, yeah, plays like a, a linebacker. And when I just saw him you know, throwing against air and stuff, you're like, man, he looks really good. But then you realize Say he's going to duck his shoulder. Yeah, roll through every and, right. rookie quarterback. Sam Howell looking good, I'm sure. And um, Malik Willis looking good. But the quote out of Carolina from Scott Fitterer was on Sam Darnold. He's in the lead right now, but until someone really owns that position, gives us an opportunity to win, it will always be up for grabs. Yeah. So that, they're setting this up. This is from uh, Pro Football Talk. They're setting this up for this to be an open, uh, open competition uh, he this and summer. Sam Darnold. That's, no way, that's how I take and that. And there's no way Sam Darnold should, should walk in there uh, having a hold on the job. No way. But, man, if they, if they were that – uncommitted to Sam Darnold to wait that long to, to wait as long as they did. Yeah. They were <laughs> further comment on the quality of the, of oh, the draft. No doubt. Uh, coming up, we take a look at the uh, sports on tap for tonight and get you ready for the great sports week on outkick 360. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Slow sports night tonight. NBA playoffs get going again tomorrow. Boston uh, will take the floor against Miami on the road. So we'll see Miami host the, the Heat host the Celtics. And then we'll seesaw games back and forth. Outkick 360 rolls on across the Outkick Network. Paul, you sent us... A parlay during I did, yeah. the break. I, I completely lifted it from somebody on Twitter, but oh. I like the look of it. So a lot of a lot of baseball with the Rays, yep. uh, Brewers, Astros, Cubs, Dodgers. That whoever Paul lifted this from, uh, that's that's who we'll be rooting tonight. for tonight. Yankees, uh, Orioles back together again tonight. Please, we've been playing really well. Don't, this is not a good time. You for just the ran Orioles into that buzzsaw, that black and throw orange buzzsaw. It's May. No, it's the Baltimore Orioles, baby. It's not April. It's May. It's going to be a September to remember for the Orioles. I'm I'm sensing this year, Hutton, the Orioles strike in April and September. <laughs> They're going to crush someone's playoff dreams come September also. It shouldn't be the Yanks the way the Yanks have They're going to take – they'll take May, June, July, August off, and then April and September. Those are the months for the Orioles this year. I heard you and your, uh, your Braves buddy over here uh, making excuses for the Braves' poor play. Like, ah, yeah, this is the way, we, been bad this is the way we do it now. This well, is the way we do it. They're We're three games. They're three games under 500. Successful. Oh, they're fine. Yeah. I asked Dylan, I said, are you worried at all no, about the Braves? No, we're so, not worried. This is what we but, do. But, I mean, they have. They, they started the last couple seasons this way. They weren't over 500 until July a year ago and won the World Series. I mean. No, we're not worried. This is what we do. We won a World Series now. We have a model for they it. pull it together. Yeah, we uh, it, with the, the I'm not Zoom, saying they win the World Series, but I think they'll be fine. With Zoom not working, uh, but I'm just had a, a you know a premonition here. We've got a homeless guy here trying to break into our Could studio. Our guest tomorrow, and I'm thinking, you know, what what a day we we come back. Um, Zoom doesn't work. Philip Fulmer can't be on the show. We have to cancel with Kayla Canarium, and the homeless guy comes in and ends our lives <laughs> live on the air. He's Are angry. we on the air? Yeah, everyone so, saw us die. It's about to be like the end of the movie, The Joker. Uh, the, yeah. the way that one ended with this guy trying to get in here. He's angry. And Davey went over and was holding the door. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, don't <laughs> risk accidentally opening that bad boy. Like, stay away from that door is Davey's securely locked. Davey's near the locked. door. Ryan stands up, bumps into him. His arm opens the door. Uh, and then That door is securely locked. He was making me nervous because he's getting closer and closer. I'm like, you might accidentally open that thing. And this guy really is going to come then in chaos. here and murder us. Then he chaos. wants in. He'll be but sitting right here. The, this but, has been the wildest day. For activity outside of our door here, of our studio. Uh, I have never... There has been well, multiple occasions of those, just nutty things well, happening. Me, so we have mirrored glass, mirrored windows here. So we can see out of our studio. Those, if you walk by, by on the sidewalk, you see your reflection. Right. You can't see into our studio. So a lot of people who walk by on the 6th Avenue side of 6th and Peabody believe that this is one of the entrances... To the actual venue, uh, this gentleman out here just you know wants a drink or is angry about gas prices or something. Um, right now, it's a bed. Yeah, I think you want to. We have a sign. We have a sign on the door that says you cannot uh, enter in this location because it's a, a private studio. A lot of people studio. don't like to read it. Yeah. So um, you know th- that's the scene. But uh, Chad's right. We've we've had uh, we- we've seen it all out here on the the doorstep today. We had a guy that looks like he got drugged from behind a car for a block before he got here on his face. <laughs> That was making out with some girl. Then? At one point. We had a woman with uh, <laughs> what I would best describe as a Mike Tyson-esque face tattoo. Yes. That was out here with her young child. I couldn't tell if it was her lover or her child or both. That was also with her. There was a very younger, much younger looking guy 
that was with her. They were seeing this child. They ate a bunch of food on the steps it's and like just left all of it. So much so that a bachelorette party was passing by and crossed the street. Not oh, because boy. the people were in the way. You know it's disgusting but because when the a bachelorette party won't walk through it. The food debris was in the way. <laughs> yeah. Later tonight, they'll walk through it, but not yet. Well, I mean, this has been a hellscape start to finish. In fact, they avoided it because they thought that was their, their mess from the night before <laughs> yeah. on the sidewalk. Remember that movie that we saw that John McClane was in with, with Anson Mount? <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of that movie? Cook County? <laughs> Cook County. That's dark. Everyone needs to look up Cook County now. We, all of Cook County. I believe from that film was outside of our studio today. That that's what I thought about I, all time. It was a dark film and a dark show. I went I, yes. I went to the premiere of that film. I did too. I actually enjoyed Cook County. I thought it was very well done. I saw for it in Houston film. with John. It was very, very well. Good. Yeah, it was it was well done for sure. John for played such a low the budget. sober uncle. Yeah, <laughs> he was like a, he was a sober a as a savior judge at the end. But I think I want to say that his character may have been a judge, much like in Spring Breakers. He was, was just, he a judge, or was he just? I thought he was just the uncle that came over to oversee in the property, like the landlord. Somebody. Save somebody at the end. <laughs> save the kid. Let me take these children from you, please. Yeah, yeah. McLean will be on the show tomorrow. We can get him to clarify. Well, I remember Anson there was a Ma- dinner scene. There Anson was like a Mount prayer scene at excellent. dinner that John was. Oh, in. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that would that was. Um, it was good. I'm halfway through the final Anson season Mount's- of Ozark, too. By the way, nice. Anson Mount, by the way, is crushing it on Star Trek. He's right? the star of the Star Trek uh, streaming show that's getting universal good good reviews. So you're a Trekkie now? No, I know nothing about it, and I won't watch a second of it. I'm just telling you, he's doing well. People that love Star Trek love Anson Mount. So you're talking to a lot of people Trek. that love Star Trek now. We got a big Star Trek audience. That guy that almost charged in here is definitely a Star Trek fan. That guy he's does, a has not watched any TV in 10 years. Exactly. That's why he's a Star Trek fan. <laughs> hey, quick reminder on the way out, uh, Coach Fulmer would have told you this, but uh, the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame golf tournament, Coming up Monday, June 6th. If you're interested in playing, it's at the Vanderbilt Legends Club in the Tennessee area statewide. Uh, You can uh, check out tshf.net for more information. tshf.net for more info on the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame golf tournament. Back at it tomorrow. John McClain scheduled to be with us and much more. Hope you'll join us for Outkick 360 across the Outkick network. Do not block the box. I almost did. I didn't. And do lock your locks.